kind of putting her needs and what she what's going to make be more important for her because her issues really revolved around how is she going to move everything uh, and then who is going to be able to help her with that it, it so it came down to more than just here's money for the house okay thank you um so yeah it, it's just it, it's definitely a, a full holistic story with, with each deal uh that we do and i think there's that's hopefully similar to, to many other investors and if not that's definitely things to absolutely consider I could not thank you enough for tuning in every week with me on The Dwelling Show. We've been doing this for more than two years now, actually. Um, this is um, when the 200s now about the episode of the show. I just want to take this time out to really thank you so much, but also to remind you that if you're not on the dwelling deal list, make sure you sign up so you don't miss out on deals. Actually, we, we have a deal on the contract right now. So for these kinds of deals to learn more about what, what we're doing, to learn about how we structure deals, feel free to go on the website dwelling.com or investwithola.com and you would see um, a pop-up box or just drop um, your email in the contact us um, form and we'll reach out to you so you'll get plugged in with what we're doing again i really appreciate you for tuning in every week sometimes i feel like nobody is listening on the other side until i get emails or dms from you on instagram or facebook and saying thank you for you know spitting out content every week um, it's a ton of work but i'm so glad to do it and it's my honor to deliver value every week um to you um, our listeners thank you so much Thanks for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got an incredible guest with us today, Charles Chandler. How are you doing, Charles? I'm great, Ola. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Fantastic. Yeah. So why don't you tell folks who you are, what you do, and kind of what you've been up to lately? Yeah. So I'm, I'm Charles Chandler. I'm from Alabama originally and grew up totally into sports, football. Really thought I was going to make it to the NFL. Uh, did not happen that way. Uh, decided to go into the military and uh, found myself up at up in New York uh, at a United States Military Academy, West Point, where I met my now business partners at. I didn't know it at the time, obviously, and really thought I was going to make the military career. Uh, really enjoyed it. Had a great time. Had a strong foundation built there um, in, in my upbringing, uh, kind of the younger adult life, um, getting into more uh, just just what it meant to to, to really build trust, uh, have strong core values and whatnot. And so when I found myself at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is my first duty station, I actually reconnected with um, my now business partner. And from there, we really kind of had understood each other a little bit better and how we had a different shared vision of what we wanted in life. We wanted more time. We wanted to be able to give back. We wanted to make a difference. We wanted to really just have a much more fulfilling and enriching life that had uh, more potential uh, that we kind of both felt the military was uh, kind of um, capping in, in a sense to, to where there wasn't too much more we could really kind of do, uh, especially in our own um, kind of ways of doing things. And so with that, decided to transition out, started our uh, single family company, which is my Tennessee Home Solution. Uh, we kind of dipped into some of the commercial multifamily space as well. Uh, in which we um, are decided to create a equity management company, um, FBG Equity Management. So right now we're kind of two-pronged approach really in the single family and multifamily space. But really the, the core focus for us right now is um, the My Tennessee Home Solution brand and the single family residential acquisition disposition and whatnot. So 
that's where we're sitting right now. Thank you so much for that um, introduction. I want to kind of go back a little bit. So you went the military. Thank you so much for your service. Um, you're obviously doing pretty well. You got posted to a, to a new station in Kentucky, as you said. And then you started thinking, hey, there's, there's you know, something we can do. More time, give back. You could have, you know, picked any other business, right? <laughs> Why real estate specifically? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And, and something I tell some people that are hesitant about taking action is that I don't necessarily need to go get an MBA or go to school for more years and whatnot or take out student loans to get started within real estate. It, you need to get some general understanding. You need to, under, you need to develop relationships, right? Um, but it was more so a lower barrier entry uh, that still provided a lot of wealth. And so that just knowing that um, from an outside perspective with a commonality among those that do have that freedom of time and everything, real estate kind of continues to be that that forefront uh, really for, for doing so. And so um, we kind of saw that the transferable things that we learned in the military kind of easily can be impacted or, or used on the, the real estate side and business alone. So um, that's kind of why we decided to go that route. Yeah, so I like that low entry. So if I'm somebody listening to the show and I'm like, well, I like low entry. I want to get in there right now. I want to enter. How did you guys enter? What was that first deal that you did? And kind of talk through a little bit more about what you what you really mean by low entry. I'm guessing some like capital too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for when coming into partnerships too, it's important to get a first deal done to see how people are going to act and the best roles for individuals. And that was the the approach that we took and low barrier to entry. We're talking Craigslist ads. Um, and, and we saw one and in the first deal we needed uh, that we did do was a wholesale because we needed additional capital. Uh, if we really wanted to start marketing and acquiring properties to to rehab and resell and do some fix and flips. And so the first one we did was just, a lot of time and effort kind of manually going through Facebook marketplace and Craigslist. And we found a motivated seller on Craigslist that was in a pinch. We were able to come in uh, and align the appropriate buyer. We took uh, a $10,000 fee for it. And that was the proof of concept that we needed to know that this works, that we know that we can do it. Uh, and that was the start to building our a good investor list. Uh, and then we had some initial startup capital to start doing um some outbound and inbound marketing, um, which kind of got the ball rolling into our first flip, which that was really the catalyst that uh, launched us. Um, but yeah, we're talking Craigslist is is low barrier to entry right there. Yeah, so maybe tell us a little bit more if you're comfortable with the the figures as well of your first deal. Um, so you did that one, you got the tanky, and then the actual deal. How did mm -hmm. that deal go? How did you find that deal, and how did you um, fund that deal? And kind of give us a story as well if you want, like a case study. Yeah, absolutely. So another thing too, with the mindset piece, it's you got to understand that you're not just spending money. You, you are investing in yourself really first, first and foremost, you're investing in the fact that, okay, we need to market. We need to do some marketing. Uh, we need some kind of level of operation and some potential minor software things um, as well. And so uh, we did take that initial, albeit small, but we took that initial capital, ran some Facebook ads, and we had an individual that was going through a divorce. Uh, she was she really just wanted to let go of the property to move on, kind of hit the reset button, if you will. 
she reached out to us. I was the one that was in contact with her. And the, the price that she wanted is essentially the price that we were able to get for. We, we were about a $5,000 difference, really, because we knew the numbers. When you're a real estate investor, you are you have to stick with your numbers. And so we ran the comps to see what it would look like fixed up and to sell kind of top of the market. And we were able to get it at about 65% of that after repair value. Um, so we purchased it for 160000 and we knew we could sell it around the $280,000 mark. Well, it did not take much to put into it. Uh, it was a fairly cosmetic rehab, nice fresh paint, some new countertops, and then paint the outside exterior to get it, uh, that nice curb appeal. And so we put about 25000 20 to 25000 in um, to get it going. And, and this was early 2021. And so we had immediate cash offers well above asking uh, and we sold it for 315,000 uh, about two weeks later. Um, so we did make a, a little over 101,000 once everyone was paid off, lender was paid off. We have a great relationship with him now that we're, we're almost two years later and we still do deals with him, um, which has been a great thing. And then we, we still have some of the same marketing um, funnels such as Facebook that's again, still work really well. And we do enjoy having people that reach out to us first. We think that's just that initial layer of motivation that we're able to get. Um, and then just having a, your, the first deal be somewhat um, low risk in the sense that we didn't tear down walls. We didn't take on something much bigger than we could chew. It, it was things that we could just do in our own normal house, really uh, ourselves. And so getting that one on the market and then closing it was, was a huge win for us. And we were able to reinvest uh, the vast majority of that into our operations and, and our marketing. And so, um, and more importantly, we were able to help her out. She really wanted to get out of the house. She was very depressed and, and just did not like the being there still with everything that she had going on. We paid for her move uh, to relocate and um kind of putting her needs and what she what's going to make be more important for her because her issues really revolved around how is she going to move everything uh, and then who is going to be able to help her with that it, it so it came down to more than just here's money for the house okay thank you um so yeah it, it's just it, it's definitely a, a full holistic story with, with each deal uh that we do and i think there's that's hopefully similar to, to many other investors and if not that's definitely things to absolutely consider yeah, 100%. So if I'm listening to this and I'm like, wow, that's that's an amazing flip. Um I want to <laughs> go I want to go do that right now like, you know, um knowing what you know now, um what would you kind of do differently now that you've done a, you know, a few deals and kind of done full cycle? Um what would you say to that person that just wants to jump in um and go do it? And the second question actually to that is what are your thoughts on having a mentor? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So the, for the first one, it, it just really goes down to understanding the motivation points for individuals. Many times it is much more than just price alone. So granted, there is a fairly standard formula for those trying to acquire properties off market uh, and, and need to stick to that. Otherwise, you're going to put yourself uh, in a position with too much risk. So for just starting out, it, it's needing to get a very high level of emotional intelligence and social intelligence, talking with individuals and really trying to peel back the layers of just asking why, or please tell me more about that, or, well, let's talk through this and hitting those initial 
speed bumps or obstacles to trying to break down barriers is somewhat uncomfortable at times, but it's important to really get to the root of why are you selling? Well, what's next? And most people haven't even thought about that question. What's next? What do you, where are you going next? Right. And so because we focus on the solutions, right. We, we, we crown ourselves as being a real estate home solution company. Um, and it's that kind of mindset to, to really start helping. So those really looking to get started. Um, it's, it's a frame of mindset about more than just price, but really understanding the motivation levels. And granted, we're not a good fit for everyone. And we, and we tell people that, uh, we still try to provide value and lead them in the right direction. But unfortunately there's still people passing away and in leaving inherited properties. There's still people going through divorce, uh, and there's still people that are having financial issues and burdens. And so we're able to step in uh, and, and be that that solution for them. Um, and then second to that, with a mentorship side, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's extremely important to always be looking up to someone uh, that you want to get to their next level and then simultaneously look down to someone else that you can bring up to your level. Uh, I think there's a lot that can be said to those that teach to where you not only just learn more yourself, right? Um, you increase your network, you increase people's appreciation just for you, your name and, and people that want to work with you. Uh, and then it also helps you to kind of look up while as well uh, with having a mentor of, okay, th this is the general direction I want to be at and go, this is a great route. So this is what he did or she did. And this is what I can learn. So uh, mentorship is very important. And I think it just comes down to the networking and, and aligning yourself with, with vision and, and just in state of goals as well. I really, really like that. Looking up to someone and then looking down to bring someone. That's that's fantastic. I haven't heard that one before. That's that's really good. <laughs> so um, right now, you guys are doing pretty well. You and your partner, you guys are growing the company. Where do you see the company in 10 to 15 years' time? Yeah, no, that's awesome. We, we really want to get the single-family residential side uh, to where we're essentially on autopilot in a sense. Um, we don't necessarily want to be doing a ton of deals every month to where we're increasing levels of stress or overworking bandwidth. Right. Uh, right. At this, at the pace that we're at right now, uh, very comfortable, not complacent, but just comfortable uh, to where we're able to have enough attention with each deal and whatnot. So in 10 to 15 years, we really want the individuals that are with us now to stay with us. That's very important. Uh, as well as being able to help those that in making a difference uh, in the local mil middle Tennessee area. That, that's where our focus is uh, on the single family residential side. So 10 to 15 years being a household brand name, um, a hub, if you will, for individuals that are looking to sell off market and really just hit that easy button. Um, and, and that's just, again, trying to give back continually as well to the local community. We, we do, uh, again, being, being a veteran owned operated company, we try to keep along those similar trends with giving back to different veteran organization groups that are local uh, to this area as well as nationally. So 10 to 15 years from now, we're sponsoring some of that stuff. Uh, we're interning uh, individuals transitioning out of the military um, and, and we continue to be that local source of um, being able to help people sell their property or at least guiding them in the direction uh, of that's going to fit their needs and wants. And so with that on the single family, 10 to 15 years from now, uh, we're, we're essentially dominating the Southeast in commercial multifamily assets um, as we transition to also kind of having buy and hold properties, um, 30 to 80 unit 
uh, type properties. And we see that kind of more so as a, as a retirement plan, not only for our employees on the single family side, but for ourselves as well. Uh, and there's a lot to uh, uh, of benefits, obviously, in holding real estate. Uh, we just don't want to hold a lot of single families all over the place and turn into a property management company. That's just not the route we want to go. Uh, we do see the value being more so in the commercial multifamily. I can keep talking to you, but we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick round. There's <laughs> going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready? All right, let's do it. All right. First question. What makes you, Charles, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? It's definitely passion, level of passion and work ethic. Absolutely. Uh, I think I can go unmatched to many. Awesome. Second question. What was the last book that you read and what was the one thing that you picked out from that book? Yeah, it's right next to me. It's uh, Building an Elite Organization by Don Werner. It's a great book. It really encapsulates a lot of things from the book, Traction, Four Disciplines, Execution, and Good to Great. It's a really awesome book. And one of the biggest things I took from that um, was just really how to have a good battle rhythm in your week with meetings, types of meetings, who's involved. Um, it's something that we're trying to continually refine so that we're as efficient as possible. I haven't heard of that one. I got to check it out. It's I have a question. Yeah. What do you do for fun? Yeah. So I love going anywhere really with my wife, destination locations, uh, the beach, the mountains, um, going on to different locations really across the U.S. We're trying to stay more in the U.S. visiting as much as possible before we start going more international trips. But being able to do real estate from any location at all, I, we can be at the beach. I'm able to take a quick minute or two, hop on a call or you know, sign some documents real quick, but we're still where we want to be having that kind of fun. And that, and that is all stuff that goes back to when I was first uh, introducing myself, that freedom of time and uh, being able to kind of live life on our terms. And that's why we're doing this. And, and I think that that still falls in line with what, what I'm doing for fun, just hanging out with my wife um, and our dog, Archie. <laughs> nice. Well, I really appreciate you. If somebody's listening, I want to get connected with you. Where's the best place people can reach out, get to know you more? Yeah, to, to reach out to me directly, I think probably my Instagram would be pretty easy. Uh, it's underscore Trey Chandler underscore. Trey is my nickname, so sorry for the confusion there. But um, you can also find me on Facebook at Trey Chandler or um, LinkedIn. I'm a slightly more professional with the the Charles Chandler on that. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, Charles, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much.